battlefront. Welcome to Battlefront Southgate. I am your host, Dustin Faulkner. It's been a while since we've been together, hasn't it? A couple of months. Uh, we took. We have not done any broadcasts since our last one when we spoke about the Christianity Today attempt to push an impeachment on Trump. And I apologize for that, but uh, there's been some things that's happened over in this direction that has caused us to have taken a step back to reassess some things and to start moving a new direction in life and do some better things. Uh, uh, we've been working on some projects outside of gatekeepers. Uh, as you know, I own Battlefront Broadcasting and we are setting in motion things now finally to move forward on that. And we've been talking with people. Uh, we got some really good interviews coming up later here for Southgate and also as well with Battlefront Broadcasting. Uh, really, really cool things coming up, guys. I can't wait for you guys to actually see some of the interviews that we're going to be having. It's going to be incredible. Unfortunately, I come to you now at a time in our country where we are under attack. Uh, I would not have guessed that this would have been the thing they would use to take Trump down. I would have never guessed it would have been a virus that would have gotten us to this point. But... I have been talking for quite some time uh, about the things that we need to be watching out for and to be ready for and to, that we know that because the moment that Trump got elected that he would be attacked and they would do everything they could to delegitimize his presidency. And I also, at that time, was looking at things, listening to reports, listening to experts, and uh, doing my own research on the side to verify that these people were correct. And I could never find anything that would verify they were incorrect. So I took on to the fact that we would see a collapse in the economy. And that would be to you collapse uh, the economy during the presidency of Donald Trump, then you could use it. And with the fake news media and all of the other propaganda machines that we have in this country to say that you will never, ever, ever vote for another person outside of the establishment. I know that Trump was vindicated and he was released on on his uh, impeachment trial, but don't be mistaken that those people are... Uh, still trying to hurt him. Uh, and they may have, at the face of everything and in public, made themselves look like they do support Trump. I, I'm not a big McConnell fan. I, I believe that McConnell is actually somebody that needs to go. I don't think that he's somebody that can be trusted. And I just, I think that the only reason that he's being held back is because we have, it was because the American people support President Trump very well and that they believe uh, in his leadership. And I do, uh, I, I, it's no, there is no secret that I am a huge Trump supporter. I have been before he even came down the escalator the first time around when he ran, I, I just, I didn't, 
I didn't take him seriously then. And, and obviously it was true because it, you know, he wasn't even a serious contender. But then when he, it just, I knew he was a serious contender in 2015. I just knew, I was like, this guy's going to be the one that's going to take the country a different direction that we need to go. And I threw all of my support into Trump and I still support him. Now, many of you might uh, follow me on Twitter, not necessarily Facebook. I try to keep Facebook private. Uh, that's one that, you know, I, I, I keep with people that I know. Uh, we are developing a, uh, we're going to make another separate page for Battlefront Broadcasting so that, you know, you, uh, we can converse with you guys there on Facebook. I kind of want to keep Facebook, the personal page to myself uh, with, with friends and, and family. And, you know, that, that way some personal things stay personal on there. I think that you, you need in this world, especially when you're putting yourself into the public eye, it just seems that you got to have that little piece of privacy. And that's what I want to do with that. And that's why I keep Facebook the way that I do. However, you can follow me on Twitter and you may have seen that I, I said on there that I was going to uh, not vote for President Trump in the next election if he were to pass the bill we're going to be talking about that more later as we carry on with the wuhan virus uh that's what this episode's about today and i just you guys should know that when you see me say things like that it's kind of a message and you know i'm putting things bluntly that and you already know i'm going to vote for trump no matter what because you know it's just you're stupid if you don't i don't i don't believe that you care anything about this country if you are to not vote for him because what is the alternative? And I think that he has done an amazing job in his leadership through this crisis. And I think that he knows exactly what's going on. And obviously everybody's like, well, he needs to be completely truthful. Well, there's things that you just can't disclose. Uh, but there are ways if you watch Trump that he gives clues out to the people paying attention. And, and uh, you will see that by a very good journalist who use unbiased reporting on the facts. And, you know, you're always going to have a, a, a leaning to anything that you're saying. I mean, that's just inevitable. That's just the way we are now. But you can tell the people who are just trying to report on the facts. And now, let me tell you something about why I do say things like that on there. Now, I don't, uh, when I'm opposing something, I oppose it strongly and I use strong language at times. And then also, I send clues out every now and then by saying something that I normally wouldn't say. And the reason that I do that is because I'm trying to get a conversation started and I'm also watching to see who's paying attention. Now, when I said that, I because I, I I'm after certain people to respond, and and I'm hoping that they do. Uh, that way, we can have an intellectual conversation. Because you'll notice I'll move away from what the the original thing that I said in that, because that was the purpose was to. Uh, it's kind of like a signal uh, that that I do, um, and I know that I'm admitting that on here because I just need to make things clear with you people uh, that I am a full-blown conservative and I have tactics that I try to use that I like to see if it works. Uh, so, you know, we're all learning as we do things and we're all learning for ways to gain people's attention. Anyway, moving on, we are here to talk about the Wuhan virus and we're, uh, and what I want to do is talk today about some things that I know and we want to be clear on some of the facts. We want to try and talk to our audience and then try and get people educated and to be informed and then let's talk about some opinions and some of the things that that we believe that we are seeing here and i think that we are in not really such a dangerous time with the virus but it's the way it's being used and that's what i want to talk about with everything i think that 
we need to understand that this is a war. Uh, it is that this is an attack on not just the other countries abroad, but as the world as a whole, because the globalists, this is, I believe, a tactic that they have used and gotten together to do. And it's an attack on America. And it's quite clear that our president has alluded to those facts that, you know, we are at war. And, and it, it's just so incredible, the language that you hear him use in order to be able to enact certain measures. I believe that those measures are quite necessary. Uh, I believe that we need to be doing these things to do our best to stop the spread of this virus because it's going to be very, very bad for some people. I know that, that we're looking at facts where, you know, it's very low fatality rate, but I, I am, from what I understand, things are put out there initially to uh, like weaponized viruses, perhaps like this one, that uh, any kind of virus does have its periods where it goes through mutations. And especially when this is my b belief and my understanding that there are uh, they'll go through mutations and then especially when we start putting more vaccines on it, they mutate around those and they tend to become stronger, uh, more powerful, resistant viruses. You know, it's not a living organism. It's just a bunch of protein that is there and then it gets in, into the cells and, and, and that's where it becomes the problem. Uh, you know, the, there's things that we, we know about how those viruses are... Uh, uh, the things that, that normally would kill them, like the heat and, and the humidity, uh, the times that they are more prevalent, like during the cooler months. That's why we have flu season at the time period, because uh, people are, are more weird, more indoors. Uh, and uh, so they're, they're around the people more. But a lot of people, they'll go they'll go to work with these issues and then they'll spread it to work. And also that the that thrives in the cooler, drier weather, uh, not in the humidity and heat like we have down here in the south. Now, although we just had another cold front move in, uh, I think it's the last one, you know, being at the first of spring. But we have the Wuhan virus, which uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, it was uh, some reports that have shown that it. It happened around November 11th, but we officially, uh, the U.S. found out about it on December 30th. And then we had uh, President Trump quickly took measures and began uh, doing things on January 7th, which is very fast. And it goes to show you uh, just how strong of a leader we have and how much attention he pays to things that are a threat to the U.S., I don't think that at any time we have had a president that has been so quick to act and so strong against the threats to our country as President Trump. I think that, you know, obviously you you see that uh, Bush, when we were attacked in September 11th, that he allowed the infiltration of these Islamists by CAIR, which is CARE, this Hamas-funded group, this group that is uh, a co-conspirator in the Holy Land Foundation trial to uh, get a stronger hold. And even to this day, I still see people fooled by that. And still, uh, people, they 
they don't quite understand it. And that's a, another thing that we seek to do with Battlefront Broadcasting and also Battlefront Southgate here on the Gatekeepers Network, that we seek to educate and inform you so that you are equipped to fight the battle which we are dealing with today. Now, back to the Wuhan virus here. And if you know that the you already know you you're uh, everybody is uh, at home uh, mostly. Uh people have uh, lost work off of this. They've shut down restaurants, bars, uh they've shut down a lot of things and in the next segment here we're going to talk about that because this is what I want to speak about this issue uh with the Wuhan virus about how what I really think that it is and what I see is happening and the problems that we are having to deal with in the US because of it so I think that what we're going to do in the next segment is we're going to right, talk about a little bit of timeline and then we're going to go into some facts about the virus and what we are having to deal with and uh, then we're going to uh, talk more about what we need to be doing, uh, the things that we need to be looking out for. And we're going to give you some strong exhortation on here. We're going to give you some strong talk because you know that here on Southgate that we don't, we don't pander to emotions and feelings and we don't do anything here where we want to make you feel good about yourself. You should feel good about yourself because you're informed and you're confident in your information that you have. That's where your confidence will come from. And what we do here is we inform you and we exhort you to act. And coming up in the next segment, we're going to speak more about what's going on with the Wuhan virus. And we're going to speak more about what's going on with the use of it and the people involved with it and what we need to be doing and you're going to be getting some strong talk thereafter get ready for the things coming this is battlefront south Welcome back to Southgate. As we have been talking about today, we are ta- we are back with you again. As we remember in the first segment that I mentioned, we have been away for a little while. Uh, that it's a it's a sad thing that we have to join you today from something unexpected, uh, the, this coronavirus issue. Uh, but it has to be done. We must think clearly on this subject. We we have to inform people properly, and we have to offer. Uh, uh, informed opinions, and we have been uh, watching this and monitoring th- monitoring this with other people, trying to get the facts straight and trying to understand this. And as I said that in the first segment, that I believe that uh, when uh, you know years back when I was Trump was first elected, that I believed that there would be an attempt, uh, especially in this final year of his election, uh, that there would be a, a strong attempt met. met to uh, punish everybody, A, for voting for him, and B, uh, that it would be an attempt to make him uh, be delegitimized uh, and, and that nobody would trust him as presidency. And, of course, you know, as we've seen in these days, uh, that is 
quite far from the truth is uh, we have two really great leaders, uh, despite some of the things that, you know, we've been afraid of on this side that um, we'll be talking about here in a little bit about some of the things that there's definitely a, a, a government takeover and, and we are seeing a synthesis going on with uh, the Cloud Piven strategy definitely uh, is at vast operation right now and moving really fast it, you know they're trying to move to the third way as quickly as possible and that's what we believe that they would try and crash the systems uh, and i just would have never ever thought to this point that it would have been done <laughs> using a virus so that's why you know it's while we're kind of you know raising our eyebrows a little bit at this issue that we, we kind of think over here you know based on the information and everybody that we're talking to and uh other really great journalists uh that uh, there's a there's a really strange issue with this virus, especially as we are seeing the things happening. First of all, let's go ahead and and discuss the virus for right now. And you know, if you would uh, to go over to uh, coronavirus.gov, it would uh, it's a site that they set up for you to be able to keep up to date on this information of the spread of the Wuhan virus and the issues that we are dealing with on that. So we just want to start right now and go ahead and uh, just get some facts that we do know about this and uh, what's being provided. And of course, there's been more and more stuff coming out minute by the minute. But it's 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 this is definitely uh, it's it's thought to spread mainly from person to person, and that would be between the people who are in close contact with another, which is you know six feet. I know that you've seen some people out there uh, making jokes about this stuff, but it's you know it's very very important that we understand that that's why they're wanting us to as much as possible isolate we don't need to be out there unless you have to absolutely be out uh, uh spreading this virus around or even touching people you know it's kind of hey man uh yeah what's up dude you know and, and stay off very far from from people uh and then it's also through respiratory droplets uh, when you cough or sneeze you know and this is just like you know that's done with the flu and everything right so you want to be covering your mouth and stuff. And and, and then uh, these droplets, they, they land in the mouths or noses of people who are nearby. So think about this for a second that, you know, we're going into public and these stores, they're very crowded right now. You know, we have lines out and we'll get to some of that here in, in a second that it's very, very uh, important that we know that, you know, you're, you can cough and project this stuff far beyond six feet into the air. And then it's going to be inhaled by people, uh, especially if it's people who, and if you think about it right now, we're in uh, the middle of aller allergy season is, is just beginning, not in the middle, we're in it's beginning. Uh, I'm already dealing with some allergy issues. My eyes have been itchy. And usually about this time, uh, it, it, it affects my arthritis and everything which is in my spine, which is another reason I'm sitting here with a, a neck injury because about the time I, I'm easier for me to injure my neck uh, or any kind of part on my back uh, because of the issue. But uh, the, you think about it, about that people will be probably would be uh, breathing more heavily, especially if also people are stressed out and stuff. So you just think about that, how when people are sneezing or coughing, how you can see that would spread very quickly. And it's also thought that people are the most con are the most contagious when they have the most symptoms. It's also thought that uh, it's it can spread before anybody shows the symptoms. And then what it's the uh, it doesn't even appear apparently uh, until you know, like two to 14 days. And what happens is they have uh, the fever, the cough, the shortness of breath. Uh, and then there are emergency warning signs that the CDC has put out about 
the difficulty breathing or shortness of breath and the persistent pain or pressure in the chest, also new confusion or inability, inability to arouse, and uh, bluish lips or face. And so you also need to think that it also spreads on the contaminated surfaces. It, it's possible, possible that they're saying, uh, according to uh, the site and the, the CDC, that it's by touching the surface uh, or any of the objects that the virus was on. And then they touched their mouth, uh, their nose, um, their eyes. And it is not apparently believed to be the main way that it's spread. Uh, as you know, it's it's spread by community spread. That's where a lot of this, this panic and this worry, and that's why you have they were recommended things to be shut down and you know before we're looking at the point we are at right now and it says that it varies about how easily that it spreads and uh some of them uh, some viruses they say are, are they spread easily you know measles for example and then some don't but they believe that is if it's sustained it it will cause it not to spread as rapidly. And so that's why they have labeled this as community spread, and uh, what, which means that uh, people have been infected with the virus in the area, and then so a lot of us are around each other, uh, and we don't know if that person has it or carries it. See, that's what the issue is. If you think about uh, how what's happening is it's, it's hurting people with underlying conditions, uh, older people, um, you know, a lot of the, the viruses, they will, you know, the problem is, is that they were dying from abroad is because they were older people. It was showing. Um, and now we, you know, we have new cases, of course, that are showing that, uh, people younger than that are dying, that, uh, that not dying, but becoming also just seriously ill. And, you know, this is like this, why the CDC put out, you know, between 20 and, and 44. And then, you know, you can also see how there's, you have a bunch of careless people out there, such as those spring breakers who caused such fuss, that they may be able to get through this, okay? And, you know, I'm I'm a bit of a hypochondriac at heart myself. I, I don't like germs. Uh, I don't like being around that. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty clean uh, in that regard. So when I start to get around people like that, you know, I'm, a, I'm always looking at them anyway. But you think about how these people, you know, and I was at that, we were all at that point, you know, that we thought that we were invincible and, uh, you know, nothing could hurt us. So what happens here is you get these idiots who, that they're, of course, very selfish people. Because remember that the biggest plan of everything, which we have uh, taught before, that the biggest plan of, of everything is to take people, to train up these students in, in the school people the children to not be loyal to their uh, authority figures, such as parents, uh, such as other people who have uh, like teachers, like not certain teachers, of course, but they want you to be uh, loyal to your peers. And then, the, and then in having this uh, loyalty to peers, they don't listen to anybody. And so what happens there is they follow the herd mentality, which is why we've seen this situation, uh, become exacerbated recently but you get these guys as they're talking about they're going to still party i mean I, there's a time that I, I did i did all of that and you know and i was pretty immature that you know i wanted to get wasted all the time and there's no way i could do that now that's for sure uh you know uh, a lot older now that i probably wouldn't be faring too well doing what i used to do and Anyway, so they may survive something like that. And what happens there is then they become the type of people who spread it. And that's why I believe that 
as we go on to talk here, uh, how that's able to be used. You know, it's think about it. It's a, that's biological warfare itself. The issue is here is that we're going to go ahead and look at the the timeline on this. And the timeline is that, and this is a, a timeline that uh, you can find on conservativedailynews.com. And it's a very good, uh, interesting timeline that the novel coronavirus, which we have labeled the Wuhan virus, because why it comes, comes from there and this is why it says, that it emerged from the Wuhan province of China on December 1st, 2019. And uh, new information it says was reported on March 15th, which is just a few days ago, that the alleged patient may have contracted the disease as early as November 17th. The genome was completely sequenced on January 3rd, 2020. That's when they named it uh, 2019 NCOV. And then they started referring to it as COVID-19, the novel coronavirus or the Wuhan coronavirus. Now, you got to think about this for a second. The the Chinese government has been doing a huge amount of propaganda in order to stop us talking about where it came from. And they've been doing a huge amount of uh, propaganda that where they uh, get these their their political agents, which are in the media, the communist puppets that they, they go against it and, and label you as racist for referring to it as that. I haven't seen some who would have been trustworthy at some point. Because they were Chinese, they got angry about it. So they fell for the propaganda as well. And it pretty much cost that person's career. I won't even name any names there, but uh, it was bad for her. And I felt really sad. But she did what she did and she had it coming. You think about about how they've tried to stop all of that. And then everything that was coming after that. And that's why I don't I don't want to name, I don't want to refer to it as COVID-2019. It's Wuhan virus, period. Or you could call it the novel coronavirus. I don't care. But it doesn't need to be called COVID-19. I believe that that was just a way that they were trying to distract from where it came from. And then it says here also on, on January 8th that the Chinese scientists announced the discovery of it. Then we move on to where Thailand, that they reported their first case uh, on January 13th. The patient was a woman who was living in Wuhan, and then she had came back to Bangkok in January 8th. Then on the 20th of January, the scientists announced, the Chinese scientists announced they discovered two more additional strains, guys. Two more additional strains. And it demonstrated, remember, remember I talked about this earlier, demonstrated that the virus had already mutated into additional strains. See, this is where... You guys got to think clearly on this, that, yeah, you can have this one form, but they mutate. And I think that so it, 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 it think that other viruses and, you know, I'd have to look into this. So don't take me completely my words. You need to always go and look and then see that I'm telling the truth. Remember, that's what I say. If you need to always be thinking independently for yourself. So you need to check out if I'm telling the truth or not myself. I could be wrong on some things. And that's. That's fine. That's why we all get with each other and then we try to tell the truth on issues. But it said that two more strains had already been mutated, guys. And I think that it takes time for many viruses before they mutate into other strains. So that goes to tell you about how crazy dangerous that this can actually be, because then how are they going to be developing um Vaccines, which also is another issue that we can uh, throw around that maybe they the, the want to force vaccinations. And I am completely against the forced vaccinations. I believe that vaccinations, if they are going to be having them, 
uh, should be by choice. You should not be, because uh, I don't want to be injected into the stuff. I remember when I was in the army about how they were forcing the, uh, the new anthrax vaccines on us. And then it wasn't even tested out that well, but you know, what were they doing? They were making us soldiers puppets for that crap. And so it came about where we started getting many vaccine injuries from that, including spinal conditions, I might add. However, do you, then the, U, the U.S. reported its first case on January 21st. Now, this is when we start getting into stuff because I think that Trump uh, administration did act pretty fast. Uh, I think that I think that he did make some mistakes when he actually uh, went go- golfing because it wasn't it wasn't good for the look of anything. And I know some other people here locally, which uh, my wife and I were discussing, they did something similar and it could have cost them some votes if, if people like me were really looking because when he decided he was going to take a little vacation, um, it, I don't think that that was a smart thing to do when you're in a runoff election against somebody who can use that against you. Won't name his name right now, but he knows who he is and I'm hoping he's listening to this and to consider such things. But anyway, China, they quarantined the greater Wuhan area on January 26th. I mean, pardon me, 22nd. And then uh, North Korea closed its borders. Uh, The Russian Far East closed their border with China on the 24th. Then the 27th, the CDC raised the travel advisory to China to level three, which meant you couldn't, you had to avoid all non-essential travel. And then on the 30th, they raised the travel advisory for China to level four, which means you can't travel there. Then the State Department began evacuation of uh, non-essential personnel, which means they started taking people out of there. Uh, Washington State declared a level one health emergency, and there was nine patients under investigation for the Wuhan virus. Then on the 31st, Trump and them finally declared a public health emergency for anyone arriving from the Hubei, Hubei, I believe it is, uh, Hubei province uh, to be quarantined for uh, 14 days. And that is the reason, as we have said earlier, that the, um, that the incubation period, two to 14 days. So you don't know. And you know how many of us have spread that virus that maybe that we, we just don't know. And as we're coming up here on another break, guys, we're going to get back with you. When we come back, we'll continue this discussion and then we will address some of the concerns that I have with what's being used here. Uh, still, let's go over this timeline a little bit more. This is Battlefront South. talking about the coronavirus today and right now we are on the timeline so we are going to continue with that if you haven't tuned in yet i hope you are still with us please stick with everything that we're going to be doing here uh we're going to be doing a lot of reporting here soon uh some things are about to go live for us um, we are working really hard also at gatekeepers uh, especially jeff over there he is doing a tremendous job so real quickly, we're going to give you a little announcement. This will also help for you to provide for our work 
if you would just uh, give us a second here, if you would go over there to the gatekeepersonline.com store, there you can purchase products that we have at the store. And if you were to use the code Dustin, we will give you 10% off of that. That is D-U-S-T-I-N. We will give you 10% off of all of your purchases there. Also, you should, we strongly suggest that you join the Gatekeepers Podcast Network's uh, plugged in because we have a lot of things coming for you that only will be exclusive to members. Uh, as many of you know, we just had a really good conference several weeks ago that was very successful in the reach that we had. And we met a lot of people that were able to learn and it, and that's what we seek to do here. We, we seek to help you. That's one of the reasons that we've released uh, the social injustice book. And uh, you had 12 authors on there that gave you 12 views of the different areas of social justice yes that many areas about it to that has infiltrated the church and how it's being used and what we can do to stop it and we hope that we you that's a very informative book for all of you guys that have had it thank you all who have purchased that thank you all who are spreading the news about that for us please continue to support us also if you want to help with 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 battlefront broadcasting as we are uh, building our network we do take listener support that is one of the ways that we are going to continue to grow that network and we are going to be providing a great number of, of things for you. We won't just be doing a news. We won't just be doing opinion. There'll be some really great lifestyle programs on there for you. You'll be able to meet some people on there. Some of those would include my wife, Claire Faulkner, and she has a program on there called uh, Walk My Lifestyle. It is in the middle of production right now and uh, we are still planning out some episodes. It's going to be a really good program. She's going to be taking you on some of the things that she does uh, in some of the, the things like cosmetics. Some of you might be interested in that and about how you can uh, have some of the styles she has. Uh, Claire is a stay-at-home mother of two. She's very good at that and you, I think that you will like Walk My Lifestyle with Claire Faulkner. We still have been in the talks with some other people including another female who will be doing another similar program to that and then implementing her ideas. Uh, I think that you'll be uh, pretty pleased with that. And we also have some more interviews coming up here on the Southgate program. Uh, we will always be working here with the GK Podcast Network. Uh, our program will differentiate from also what we do over there at Battlefront Broadcasting. So that's why it's quality material here that you guys, uh, this won't be the, it, pretty soon you will be seeing a video feed as well as the podcast here on the Battlefront Southgate. I think that you guys are going to enjoy that. We have some really good interviews coming up and some surprises out there for you. I can't wait to deliver those to you. It's going to be very exciting. So if you would, you can also support me uh, right now through PayPal. And that is uh, paypal.com uh, uh, slash default systems. That is D-F-A-U-L-K-S-Y-S. T-E-M-S. You can donate and support us there. Any kind of support that you give to us, uh, we will make sure that it is going to produce quality material for you and it will help us to stay in the fight of what we are experiencing here uh, today. And we hope that we are delivering to you the information that is pertinent for your survival here in this ever-changing world. And you need to always remember Christ is in authority and in control. Our Savior is there for us. God knows what he's doing with all of this. But with that said, we're going to continue on the uh, Wuhan virus 
timeline here, uh, skipping over some stuff that you see that we jumped all the way over to uh, almost a, a month later after that January 31st, the U.S. had announced its travel ban from Iran due to the Wuhan virus and uh, a travel warning for Italy. And if you notice that Italy is doing very bad and everybody wants to use, you know, these these leftists want to use, <laughs> you know, oh, we need to do socialized medicine. You know, Bernie Sanders out there saying we need to uh, do a single payer system, even though he tries to when he gets his back pushed against the wall of not say that, uh, including uh, Biden. Biden just is so good at doing his little talking points that uh, he's so slow and behind everything. But I, he knows what he's doing with that. He wants to implement that to do not be fooled. They banned you from going over there. But if you look, a lot of those people are dying over there. They are discontinued. It's happening so bad with the spread over there that uh, they're not, they're sending the old patients home. Guys, think about that for a second, that the socialized medicine, if you are to implement that government control over our medicine, as if we don't have enough of that already into the medical sector, that your elderly, which are being killed by this virus, would die. They send them home to die and they treat the younger people, which is what I was talking about, the 20 years old to 44 year old problem that they're having with that over there. And then, you know, uh, several weeks, a couple of weeks later, we, the United, the U.S. did another ban where they banned all travel, which uh, became effective on the 13th at 12 a.m. And it was from the European Union and it had the exclusion of the UK and Ireland. Now, remember that a lot of these things, because the European Union, as we have talked about in our immigration warfare series, has been flooded with immigrants that's been stuck over there. Because remember, if you look over there in Germany, Merkel was herself not even doing anything about the virus. And I think that her background happens to be in, she has, uh, um, uh, she's, involved with infectious diseases. So you can't tell me that this woman doesn't know what's happening there. And then with all of the open borders, which happened here because uh, Trump wanted to close the border and then, which would have been the smart thing to do. And, you know, you had the backlash from uh, the Democrats about how racist that was. Trump on the 13th did declare the coronavirus pandemic and he waived interest on uh, the student loans held by the government agencies. Now, see, this is where we're going to start talking about some things that we uh, believe are going on. And, you know, you never let a good crisis go to waste, according to Rahm Emanuel. Let's not forget he said that this Elinskyite clown. And we are fully seeing that right now, aren't we? So we go to March 14th with the foreign nationals from the UK and Ireland were not allowed into the United States after that after March 16th, which was four days ago. And then Trump also got the results of his, te his test, and uh, he's negative for the disease, and sent to free in good health. That's good to know, as we knew. Then you see that the Federal Reserve, they minimize, they moved to uh, minimize this impact by uh, slashing the interest rates, which I believe was actually a good idea at this point. Don't trust a lot about the Federal Reserve, and thanks to Trump, just exhorting them and staying on it they did that because we're going to need to do something about the small businesses uh, and those loans though will not be interest free will be extremely important to save some of those that can be saved because if you haven't noticed we are being attacked on the u.s soil by this virus and not just by the virus but by the perpetrators of it if you go a couple of more if you go into here ohio began to shut down the entertainment, the exercise, the, the, all of the things that they could do there, 
Uh, they began uh, shutting down the polling places. They began to, they, there was a court ruling which was preventing that, and they still did it. Canada also closed their borders to the residents. Uh, then Kentucky postponed its primary. Now we're getting into some dangerous territory, and don't think for a second that this crisis is not being used, because we're starting to shut down primaries now. Uh, they want to go to the absentee ballots. And, you know, that is actually a dangerous issue because if you think about that, a lot of what we saw in many elections, people were being arrested for hiding absentee ballots. And there was a lot of, mm, let's say, fraud going on with that. So it's very easy with those to commit fraud. Still an election, right? Here's a problem I have is you, we starting to see these governments uh, forcing private businesses to shut down and controlling. Guys, that is communist takeover. All right. You start allowing the government to get in there and then tell companies what they should be doing. There's a problem there. You, you don't, you, we shouldn't be going in there and then shutting businesses down of the private sector. If, if they want to shut down the courts and everything, that is their prerogative because it is part of the government and they, and you know, they got to make the decisions on that. And I'm not sure that I wouldn't oppose that. But I believe that, you know, it, you know, we got to limit the contact of this. This is very dangerous. So when you're putting out the proper information, and I don't think they are telling us everything. I think there is more known, especially as we just talked about the mutations earlier, that this is probably more dangerous than anybody uh, is making it out to be, including you conservatives out there, uh, you pundits, you uh, mainstream people who have a responsibility to keep your heads clear and to report on this properly, that we have an issue regarding that. So what happens is you have that Ohio governor in, in there who uh, started shutting down all of this. And then uh, even as far as churches, guys, they are shutting down churches. And we don't need to be doing that because those facilities are going to be what helps people in they're trying to force us to go online. And guess who is controlling everything? They got the technocrats. We have the masters of the universe, as Brett Bart calls it. So who do you think they're going to shut down on us broadcasting would be the churches. And they will minimize our impact of being able to speak with people and to be able to proclaim the gospel and the truth of Jesus Christ. So this is where I'm starting to get pretty uh, worried about this. And, you know, now we're having grabs uh, where uh, they're calling for us to nationalize business sectors. And thankfully, Trump has staved off some of that. It looks like now even we have productive outlets such as uh, Bratbart that they have gone to the side of promoting uh, some of these things. Uh, and, you know, it's I'm still learning about it myself, uh, but I'm trying to keep a clear head, head on it. I'm trying to stay principled on this matter because I think that you need to oppose any kind of this government intervention as much as possible. Uh, at the same time, I am afraid for businesses. I'm afraid for those of us who have lost income and uh, many of us will be impacted. And it's worrisome, too, because... Uh, this battle for broadcasting and all of us are beginning as it is and we are reliant upon your support and so you know if nobody's spending the money avenues like this will be shut down uh, and essential avenues like you know you have uh, lawyers and everything that are, are starting to be impacted and that's pretty scary because you know not everybody's great with their finances and, and including those who do make more money they still seem to be right there at, you know, you can look at those numbers that they are right there. 
they're barely making it to the skin of their teeth because they bend up to the income that they make. That's the whole keeping up with the Joneses thing. And I understand that. And especially when you're running small businesses, it, you know, a lot of them have been operating right there by the skin of their teeth, especially when they are new businesses. And it's just going to be so scary to have to hear that they are being impacted and losing their income. And I'm afraid that we are going to see that. And that's why it is an attack on our economy. We are under attack. And that's why Trump has declared this on March 18th when he signed the Defense Production Act and that coronavirus relief bill. Now, I was very strong against that and many things that were in it. Uh, Louis Gomer, who is a stalwart for opposing these things, he got uh, some of the things taken care of about that. And the leftists and these infiltrators were definitely causing problems in trying to insert all of this stuff into a bill when it's needed. And it's just very concerning for us. And we all need to be aware of that. And we all need to know that we need to be making good decisions because what's happening here is that they're taking this and they're using that to take you over and they're going, and you know, guys, if, if communism or anything takes that over, uh, Christians, you're not going to be able to talk anymore openly about me, about your Lord and Savior. Uh, not that that will ever stop Christ because who is his? It's his. And they will be answering the call uh, when it's that time to finally repent and to uh, be part of the body of Christ as they have been told to. So. The fact of the matter is, is what, what we oppose is these grabs at everything. And there is a lot more to this, you know, as we are in these days that you, you need to be out there and you need to be strong and you need to raise your voice of concern because when you start to lose your liberties because of fear, then it's going to be far worse. We need to get control of this and, uh, definitely we need to help people, but I believe that Christians will help one another and there are very wealthy Christians and there are Christians who aren't very wealthy, but we all band together as we are commanded by Christ to help one another in the body of Christ. Uh, that Now, anybody outside of that, of course, we're not going to let them go hungry or, or suffer and all that. And this is a great time to proclaim the truth of God about how, you know, you fear, don't need to be fearful of everything and the uncertainty of the future, of course. Uh, but you need to rely on God. We need to be in prayer. We need to be on our hands and knees, uh, uh, praying that the, the administration handles this properly and that the things are put forth into, to doing what's right. And we, we need to be praying that this doesn't impact us anymore. The issues around us are, are very, very troublesome. And I know that you guys are afraid, but you shouldn't be afraid of man. You should fear him who can cast both body and soul into hell. Or into Hades, as my pastor would say. But you guys need to be vigilant. You need to be aware. And you need to be uh, stay in tune to everything that's uh, being said. Please stay tuned to us. We're up at the end of the program, running out of time here. We have more coming out. Uh, there's going to be more Southgates released uh, here soon. We're going to continue talking about this. Uh, there's much to talk about, much to talk about, especially with uh, the things that's underlying on here. So please continue to watch for us to be doing lives. Uh, and remember that you are the ones who can defend the truth and you need to stand for the truth no matter when those who are calling themselves conservative are opposing you because they are worried of the flesh. Do not bow down. Do not capitulate. Now, you won't be right about some things, but you need to be able to use your ears as well as what you already know. 
you know, because we will work all of this out together. And we need to stay strong in this country and we need to band together and we need to do everything we can to prevent this disease. So please, please be careful out there, ladies and gentlemen. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes and nose and mouth, which is difficult because I touch mine all the time and I chew my nails. You please cover your coffee sneeze with the tissue. Trash it. Try to limit where you're throwing that around because remember people have to, uh, are still out there having to get rid of these things. Uh Clean and disinfect frequently if you can. I know that all of the supplies are limited. I hope, I pray that every one of you at least have something. If you don't, you've got people out there that will help you. And if you're sick, don't go out. Uh, in fact, many of you need to be making the choice not to go out if, if at all possible. Uh, we need to limit this this issue which is going on. Uh, wash your hands often with soap and water for 20 seconds. But guys, just let's be careful out there. Stay tuned here to... Uh, this broadcast and stay tuned to watch for our website, which will be launching soon, which is B-F-B-R-O-A-D-C-A-S-T-I-N-G, which is bfbroadcasting.com. And that site will be launching soon. And apparently we have more time on our hands to be doing that. So we're working on that, guys. We're working on it. Please stay safe out there. We want all of you to be safe. Please. Stay tuned. We will be releasing more broadcasts through Southgate on thegatekeepersonline.com and we will be seeing you very soon. Stay strong. Keep telling the truth. Do not worry. This has been Battlefront Southgate. Southgate out.